Good morning. Praise the Lord. I can feel the Spirit already here this morning. I hope you can too. God is here in this house this morning. This message is unlike any message that I've ever preached. This is going to be one of the hardest messages that I've ever brought. Because it's on a subject that a lot of people don't want to hear about. And I'm probably one of them, but this, serve, this message was for me first and for you second. When I told my wife the name of this message, she said, is this message for me? She's not even in here this morning. She's in the nursery. But, uh, but the title of this message this morning is The Root of Bitterness. Now before you just go off and go into another land and don't, let's go through this. But uh, I was talking Wednesday night with a couple of guys over in the fellowship hall. And, uh, one of them said the shortest sermon he ever heard was 25 words or less. And the church was over with. And the other guy looked at me and said, won't you try that this week? And I said, well, I'll try, but I, you know me, I'm not that way. But, but this morning, if you've got your Bibles, if you'll turn to Hebrews chapter 12, beginning in verse 14 and 15. <clears throat> I'm going to be reading now the New King James Version. <clears throat> and beginning in verse 14, it says, Pursue peace with all men and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. Looking diligently, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. Now I want to go back to the verse 15. I want to talk about verse 15 first. And if you look at the last part of that verse, the word less in the New King James, Another way to say that is, for fear that. Makes more sense to me to say it that way. So let me read it again saying that. It says, for, for fear any root of bitterness uh, springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. So when we look at the root of bitterness... What causes this root of bitterness? What is a root of bitterness? Well, the root of something can be anything. If you have a problem with an addiction, to get rid of that addiction, you truly have to go back to what caused that addiction. Get to the root of the problem. On anything, if you have trouble with pornography, you have to find what the root of that. To find the solution to anything, you have to go back to what the root is of that problem. Bitterness is one of the scariest part of emotions that I can think of. Bitterness does not lay dormant. Bitterness is like a cancer. When you have bitterness in your life, it just continues to eat at you. And it spreads. And it multiplies. If bitterness only hurt me, that's okay if I had bitterness. But through my bitterness, it spreads to my family. It spreads to my workplace. 
It spreads if you've got a business. It could be a business issue. It spreads in a church. It can cause the church to split. I've seen it happen. So to get to the root of what a bitterness is, we go back. And the first thing is you have to look at your heart. Because what is a root? A root lies beneath the surface. And it grows beneath the surface. The bitterness is the result of the root. So to get to, through this bitterness and to find out what you need to do, you have to go back to what the root is. Well, what, where does a root start? It starts with a seed. Well, what is the seed? The seed is whatever caused your bitterness. Whether it's a, a spouse problem in a marriage. It's whether it's a work problem with a fellow employee. Whether it's a business partner that's left you high and dry and left you in debt and you have bitterness. Whatever that problem is, something that happened to you is the seed for that root of bitterness. The other part is the heart. That's the soil. That's where that seed is going to plant. And your heart is what controls that. And as that seed grows and that root gets bigger, that root goes deeper. And when that root gets deeper, that bitterness gets stronger. And that's the thing we have to avoid. Have you ever seen a happy, bitter person? I am so happy because I'm bitter. It's not going to happen. You can tell a bitter person they have a negative attitude. The things they say is negative. They have a negative outlook on life. It's through this bitterness. So the first thing you have to do is you have to look at your heart. Because that's where the bitterness is going to grow. And there's a lot of causes for that. And every one of you is sitting there thinking about what's happened in your life that's caused bitterness at some point in your life. And that's what we look at. I had a situation. As most of you know, I worked at the city of Dalton Fire Department for over 20 years. When I left, I left on bad terms with management. So, here I left in 2002. 14 or 12 years later, in 2014, we have a golf tournament here at the church once a year. My brother-in-law and I play in it. Michael didn't know this, so... Uh, but one of the guys that was playing in the tournament, his brother-in-law was the fire chief when I left. And I told my brother-in-law, I said, you wait, we'll be in that foursome this, this Saturday. And we were. I faced my bitterness for the first time. And I'm thinking, how am I going to handle this? Because that bitterness still came out. I was standing on the first tee and said a word. And God spoke to me and He said, let me tell you, I would not have been able to use you the way I have if you had stayed in that situation. 
and my bitterness went away. God has blessed me in so many ways that it melted that bitterness away because I trusted God. And I have no bitterness towards Him or anybody else right now. It, it, didn't, it didn't affect His life. It only affected my life because I was the one that had that bitterness. And it affected my family because there was times when I allowed that bitterness to come out. So you have to check your heart. That's where that root's going to be. The second thing you have to do is you have to check the hurt from bitterness. Anybody that's got bitterness is going to have hurt. And it's a, how you allow that hurt to affect your life. If it continues to eat at you, if all you do in life is you say, I want to get revenge on that person. I want to get even with that person. I'm going to tell you, you can't get even. I don't care how you try, you're not going to get even. But you have to look at what that hurt is doing to you. That hurt affects you mentally. It can affect you physically. It can affect you in your relationship with your wife, your workers, your husband, your business people, your church family. When you have bitterness in your life, you're going to have bitterness in your life and you're not going to have God. You may think you're happy, Ken, but you can't have both. You either can have the bitterness or you can have God. One or the other. And that hurt can affect you. And this morning, if you've had bitterness in your life and you're trying to compress that and you haven't dealt with that root that's below the surface, then that's where you're getting in problem in, in the situations. In Acts chapter 8, verses 23, uh, it says, For I see that you are poisoned by bitterness and bound by iniquity. The NIV says in that same verse, it says, For I see that you are full of bitterness and captive of sin. So if your life is full of bitterness and you're controlled by that bitterness, then you've got sin in your life. But you can say that about anything. Anything that falls short of the grace of God is a sin. If you go back to verse 14 in the last part, uh, it says that, uh, well, I'll read the whole verse. It says, uh, Pursue peace with all men in holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. And the first part, I'm sorry, it's the first part of verse 15. It says, Look diligently, lest anyone, or if you put for fear that anyone falls short of the grace of God. Now, I don't know what's all in that, but I know I don't want to fall short of the grace of God. I want to strive to do the things I need to do to have God's grace and to have God's blessings. This is telling me if I have bitterness in my life and I'm not dealing with it, then I'm not going to have the grace of God in my life. And that's where we fall short. 
We think we can deal with this bitterness, but you can't. You have to trust God to help you with this. It says in Ephesians 4, 31 and 32, it said, Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God in Christ forgave you. See, sometimes we forget that we have to be forgiven too. We've been forgiven, but we have to be forgiven. And we forget that sometimes. The third thing you have to do is you have to remove that root of bitterness. Before you can do anything else, you have to deal with that root. What is a root, as I said? It's under the surface. So to get that root out, where's Zach? He's a landscaper. You deal with them roots, don't you, Zach? You have to get a shovel. You have to get a pick sometimes. You have to cut that root out. You can cut that bush off at the ground or that weed at the ground and months later that's coming right back. If you don't deal with the root of your bitterness, that bitterness is just going to keep coming back. And each time it's going to cause more problems because you're going to be more uh, involved in thinking about it consumed by it. And so we have to deal with the root cause of the problem. Now this is where it's going to get tricky. Well, how do you deal with that root? How do you cut that root out of that bitterness? The first thing you have to do is you have to forget it. And all of you are saying, you're crazy. I cannot forget what that person done to me. How can you expect me to forget what happened to me? I don't expect you to forget it. How many of you have seen these commercials that lately? Uh, it's a commercial for this place called Let It Go. Have y'all seen those? Lady's out in the swamp and she's pulling on this, I think it's a, a sleeping bag and an alligator's got the other end of it and the, her husband says, let it go. And you know, and they put it on this site and this guy buys it and all this. Well, that's the name of the site. Let it go. Well, with this root of bitterness, you've got to let it go. And what do I mean by that? You've got to take it. You've got to take it over here and you've got to cut that root out and you've got to bury it where you can't never find it again and walk away. You know, I hear people all the time say, well, I come to the altar and I pray about this, but then I pick it right back up and I take it with me. Well, that's where you mess up. you got to bring it to God and leave it with God. you got to let it go. Because if you want that full relationship with God, you got to let that go, whatever caused that bitterness. To have a full relationship with Christ. Because I'm going to tell you, we were singing about Christ about the cross. Here is a man that committed no sin. I want you to think about this now. An innocent man. No sin whatsoever. He was beaten to within an inch of his life. 
He was spit upon. He was cursed. He was ridiculed. He was put on a cross, nailed to a cross. And if you think anybody should have bitterness, he, he deserved to have bitterness. But what did he do? He had mercy. He said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. He was thinking of me and you when he was on that cross. He was looking for forgiveness. He gave a thief paradise that day. Thief on the cross. Because he asked him to forgive. Here is a man that could have had bitterness and deserved to have bitterness for what he went through. Now let me tell you, if anybody has done anything worse than what we did to Jesus, then you can have bitterness, but I don't think that's true. If you think so, you don't understand sin. And you don't understand what happened to Jesus Christ and what He did for us. But I don't know anybody that could have more, deserve more bitterness than Him, and He had none. So the first thing you have to do is you have to let it go. The second thing you have to do is you have to forgive. And that's the hardest one to do. You can't expect me to forgive. But the Bible says in Matthew uh, chapter 6 and verse 14 and 15, it says, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. You have to forgive. But how do you expect me to forgive that person? You can't do it by yourself. But I got news for you. There's somebody that can help you. If you bring Jesus along with you, He can help you forgive that person. But without Him, there's no way you can forgive that spouse. There's no way you can forgive that business partner. There's no way you can forgive that person at work that done you wrong. But if you've got Jesus and you bring Jesus with you, He can help you. He can help you. So if you've got bitterness in your life, I only know one way, and that's to forget it and to forgive. You came in here today, if you had bitterness in your life, you can leave with bitterness and not have Christ. Or you can leave with Christ and leave that bitterness right here. And that's what Christ is wanting this morning. That's what I have for you this morning. If you want to get rid of that bitterness that's been bottled up in your life or, or kept you from having a, a fulfilled life, you can do that this morning at this altar and you allow Jesus to come into your life. If you're already a Christian, I asked Him to help you this morning. So, how do we have, we have to have peace, and it says pursue peace with all men. That's putting forth an effort. Pursue means to go after, to chase down, to try to catch. You can't sit back and say, well, I'm not going to give that person any forgiveness. 
I got a brother that says, oh, I'll forgive, but I'll never forget. Well, I know the way he says it. He ain't forgive them and he ain't going to forget. And if that's the way you are this morning, then, then you're not going to be a forgiving person. I don't remember the quote exactly, but uh, there was a quote that said, Go to the cross and remember how you were forgiven. And then stay a while and learn how you can forgive. Think about that for a while. See, we're all about being forgiven. But we're not about being the person that does the forgiving. So this morning as we close, as I ask Michael and them to come back up, if you've had that bitterness in your life, if you've went through things in your life that, that were traumatic, that, that really caused bad situations, I can understand that. I've been in some of those. I've been there. But I was fortunate enough to put Christ back in my life a few years ago. And He helped me get forgiveness and to give forgiveness. But without Him, there will, I wouldn't be here today. So my question this morning, do you want to leave here with full of Christ or do you want to leave here full of bitterness? You have that choice. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just come to you this morning and I thank you for this message. I thank you for your words and, and Father, I just thank you that uh, you have been in my life and been forgiving me and Father, and you've been teaching me how to forgive others and at times I fall short in that through situations that really only affect me and, and Father, I just ask that at this time that you Touch each heart this morning that, that may have been going through some bitterness and, and have that in their life. And they don't really know how to get rid of it. Father, this morning you can answer that for them. If they will just take that step and just allow you to come into their life and just show them the way to be able to forgive and to be forgiven. Father, I just thank you for this church and I thank you for each and every one this morning that's here. Father, I love each and every person here this morning and I ask that you just touch their lives, Father, just uh, give them a better understanding of how to have a better relationship with you. And Father, I just hope that no one leaves here this morning with that root of bitterness still intact, that they will take care of that this morning. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.